Welcome to the Journey to Cloud9 podcast, where we ask nine questions to amazing people around the world about how they live lives full of meaning and purpose. On today's episode, Jordan interviews Brian Healthman. Brian is all about creating meaningful experiences that fuel growth, connection, and an entrepreneurial mindset. As a co-founder at Startup Island, he gets to build workshops, events, and retreats that do just that. Prior to Startup Island, Brian held down a lucrative corporate job, spent a winter as a ski bum in Colorado, built his own tech company, got involved with nonprofits solving global problems, and traveled extensively. Along the way, he witnessed a fulfillment crisis prevalent throughout society caused by a collision of economic, social, and environmental problems. Now, it's his life's mission to empower others to create positive impact and catalyze fulfillment for individuals and communities. To learn more about Brian and his work, check out the links in the show notes. The first question, man, is living life on cloud nine. What's the first thing that comes to your mind? The first thing that comes to my mind is being somewhere out of, not necessarily out of my comfort zone, but out of my day-to-day routine. Uh So I live in New York City, which I love. But when I think about being on cloud nine, the first thing I think of is being in the mountains or being on a lake Mm -hmm. or being on a beach. Um, either, you know, running a startup island program or skiing or exploring in some way. Awesome. Um, I think there's something about being in nature that's like yeah. kind of essential, at least for me, yeah. in envisioning like cloud nine. Being, being somewhere in nature, just being somewhere that's totally not the, the normal day in your life. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess, you know, that could be Central Park. I've had some cloud nine moments in the park and just walking around New York city, but yeah, some sort of nature is essential. Yeah. Yeah. So when you think about a time when you truly had that cloud nine moment, explain to us what it feels like for you. What are some of the thoughts running through your mind? What are some of the, the um, words that you're saying? What are some of the expressions that you're making? So the first thing that comes to mind is flow. Mm. So feeling kind of just in sync and aligned with like who I really am. So what I'm doing is a reflection of who I really am and what I really want to be doing, Um, which sounds really simple, but I think it's really easy for there to, you know, to form a disconnect between what you want to be doing and what you actually are doing with your time. Um, So when I think of what, that feels like it's really, um, you know, hyper presence, you know, really appreciating the moment, being able to notice, you know, and observe my surroundings in a really, uh, deep and, and, you know, profound way. Um, and in a lot of those moments, you know, ideas and conversations become a little bit elevated as well. Yeah. I love that. It's, it's just such a, such a sense of awareness of the moment, right? I'm listening to a book right now called The Way of the Peaceful Warrior by Dan Millman. Okay. And my favorite line from it is that there are no ordinary moments. So it's having that awareness that any moment could be the cloud nine moment. Yes. So you're, you're ready for it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think sometimes it's as simple as like, you know, if you're, if you're not, feeling that way, like, you know, 
that any moment can be extraordinary. Mm -hmm. So just like take a, a quick step back. It doesn't have to be like a trip to Costa Rica or, you know, to the mountains. It can just be like a walk around the block to like recenter yourself. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We mentioned a little bit about your morning routine before, but tell me about a cloud nine morning. What would a cloud morning, cloud nine morning look like for you? Yeah. Love that question. And it's, um, I try to create a cloud nine morning every day. Um, you know, if I stick to my morning routine, then, um, you know, and, and the truth is I don't always like, you know, sometimes, um, you know, like I switch up the order of things or, you know, an email gets in the way that I, that needs my attention. Um, and, but, but I think it's important for me, like I have it written down actually right here. So I'm going to read it off because yeah, even it. though I do it every single morning, like looking at it and kind of like checking things off as I go through it yeah, is helpful great. for me. Uh -huh. Um, so it starts with gratitude, you know, the first thing I do when I wake up, um, you know, kind of practicing gratitude as the first thing that I focus on. Yeah. Um, and it's not always the first thing I focus on, but I, you know, after having done this practice for a couple of years, I've been able to like quickly shift my focus to that gratitude and just think of something from the day before yeah. that I'm grateful for. Um, then I get up, brush my teeth, you know, yeah. rinse, do that whole thing. Yeah. Uh, then I write in my gratitude journal. Okay. Um, it's just like a running note in my phone. Um, yeah. then I poop if ready and I, it literally says poop if ready. In, <laughs> That's in awesome. Yeah. Journal here. Cause you know, yeah. not every morning am I fortunately exactly. ready. Um, right. then I drink a full glass of water, uh, spend 20 minutes on email, choose a song to listen and dance to. Nice. That's really important. Mm -hmm. Then I make my bed, do 10 minutes of yoga, and then I write down five ideas. Nice. And those five ideas, that's, you know, so kind of the, the core tenets of my morning routine are, you know, start with gratitude and with creativity. Yeah. Um, so those five ideas, usually the night before, I'll write down like a topic that I want to explore the following morning. Uh -huh. So that like, I kind of wake up looking forward to it. And then it's kind of my reward, like at the end of getting wow. through the routine and the yoga, I sit down and open my notebook. You know, I have the topic at the top and I just write down five ideas. Um, wow. Start with and, gratitude and with creativity. The creativity is the reward. That is, that's a keeper. That's memorable. Yeah. And I think creativity is also incredibly energizing. So yeah. I don't drink coffee, um, but like by the end of that practice, I'm wide awake and ready to go. Yeah, totally. Um, and then after that, I make a smoothie usually as my nice. breakfast. Very cool. Yeah. Um, how about the rest of the day? You look back, you reflect upon the entire day. What are a couple of key elements, key ingredients that you had to have for a cloud nine day to have occurred? Yeah. So definitely creativity throughout the day. Um, I think it's important that I start with some creative practice, but, you know, being able to exercise my creativity during conversations with, you know, people who want to join the Startup Island community, people who, you know, people on my team. Um, and, and I think underneath that, probably more essential is that human interaction. 
Um, which again, sounds so simple, but I think a lot of jobs in today's economy lack that. Yeah. Um, and I've been fortunate enough where like a lot of my days, especially in the fall, are centered around meetings, um, you know, lunch meetings and, yeah. you know, traveling around the city, like different co-working spaces, experiencing like the different energy of different spaces around the city. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of time on the phone. Um, and there's a balance to it. Like if I have a day where I had, you know, four meetings and seven phone calls, like, yeah, I probably, you know, at the end of the day, don't reflect and think, oh, that was a cloud nine day. Right. Um, there's gotta be a balance to it. Right. Um, and time in between to like digest and yeah. also, you know, time on email and time, uh, working on bigger projects, uh, for the business. Right. And time for you, of course. Yeah. Definitely. Um, tell me about a cloud nine meal that you've had. Ooh, cloud nine meal. Yeah. So whenever I get back from a startup island trip, uh-huh. uh, I usually will order in Uncle Ted's Chinese food. Nice. Um, Where's that? It's on Bleecker Street uh-huh. uh, downtown. It's... Just like, you know, I've decided it's my favorite Chinese place. Really? It, it is really good. Um, and it's like not expensive. It's not like, you know, snobby or anything. Yeah. Um, but especially, you know, I think the best meals are, are the cloud nine meals that I think of. It's a meal like that, like kind of a reward after a really like demanding right. time in, in my life. So after a startup island trip, you know, very emotionally and physically energizing, but also, you know, sometimes draining and um, coming home, like being able to recharge with like, you know, alone time and Chinese food or sushi. Right. um, That's like a cloud nine meal where I can just sit and like bask in the awesomeness that was like the week prior. Yeah. There's a theme in your responses about delayed gratification. And the cloud nine is when you get the gratification after having put in the behind the scenes work. That's why you're an entrepreneur, obviously. And Um, that's why you're great at what you do, because I hadn't really thought about it that way. (laughs) I guess you're right. Like that is a big part of my day to day. Yeah. It's a, it's a popular one. A lot of people's cloud nine moments you realize really come from like that peak euphoric, euphoric moment of like literally do you, do you know Aaron Canari? Did you ever meet him from Next Gen? That sounds familiar, but uh, I think he's around your age. And he started a company called um, FL Flight Bar, FLT Bar. Okay. They're like, they're like uh, protein bars with um, caffeine in them. Oh, okay. And his literally his Cloud Nine moment was going through this very difficult path on a hike, and then ultimately getting to the end. Right? It was this yeah. that gratification of putting in the effort and then getting to to the light at the end of the tunnel uh anyway tell me about how you would consider having lived a cloud nine life looking at all your experiences in totality how would you say i have truly lived a cloud nine life so the first thing that comes to mind is relationships you know looking at the people that I've surrounded myself with, the people I've impacted and the people that I've loved and have loved back. Um, I think that 
is, you know, when I look at a cloud nine life, you know, I think of being old and yes, like professionally successful, but more importantly, I think having um, people around me that I love and appreciate and that I've built, you know, years of, of memories and meaningful experiences with. Yeah. Um, it's that simple sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think part of those, you know, in addition to like the, the family, the familial relationships and the romantic relationships and the friendships, I think it's also, you know, relationships with people that I've impacted professionally. Yeah. Um, you know, being able to see the growth of, you know, hopefully the startup island community or whatever it becomes um, and being able to, you know, look at all of the impact that the individuals within that community have made and just feeling like a part of it, you know, a part of a community that really made a lasting impact on the world. Right. That's beautiful. So can you tell me about a time that you truly felt like you were on cloud nine? What's that story? So I won't tell this story, but when you mentioned the uh, the flight bar guy and, and the hike, I, I think back to the Inca trail yeah. um, and like day three or four, like getting to dead woman's pass and like, you know, having completed a hike like that, that definitely, um, I think exemplifies a cloud nine moment. Um, another one that I think, you know, I've been talking about a lot recently is the first startup Island trip. And I can't pinpoint like an exact moment, but it was kind of, you know, leading up to that trip, which is back in March, 2016, it was kind of this like little experiment that my business partner, Josh and I, you know, thought like, let's bring a bunch of entrepreneurs to Costa Rica, see how yeah. that goes. And then, you know, after doing some market research and like figuring out um, our positioning and messaging, we decided to focus on college students, but when we got there and really like when the travel, when the students arrived and probably on like day two or three, um, I think it was actually after the first student run workshop on that trip where I was like, Whoa, this is, this is like potentially my life's work. Yeah. Um, you know, it was this realization that I had found so, a, a profession, a career, a calling, a purpose, you know, whatever you want to call it, yeah. that kind of combined everything that I had always been passionate about, everything that I had always felt fulfilled doing and, and right. the things that I was really good at. And almost by accident, it had come to fruition. And it was just this like incredibly euphoric moment and series of moments throughout that first trip that told me like we really had something and something yeah. to continue building. Yeah. Um, and since then, obviously there have been a lot of moments, um, probably at least one on every startup island yeah. trip that exemplifies that feeling. Yeah. It's delayed gratification. Again, you said it in there, yeah. you worked your whole life to figure out something that was going to be your mission moving forward. Right. Yeah. That, that realization. That's so cool. Yeah. And I think when, you know, another word, I guess, that comes to mind when I think of cloud nine moments is fulfillment. Yeah. And, you know, to me, fulfillment is that, you know, intense, 
euphoria and it doesn't have to be intense euphoria, but you know, that feeling you have after accomplish some, accomplishing something that was not easy and in some cases really difficult. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, again, you, you, you that, that, hit the nail on the head there with the late Always crash. choosing the challenging path, right? It's, it's taking, taking the road yeah. that's traveled. Um, and, and I think, you know, not defaulting to the challenging path, but definitely seeking out challenges that feel like it's a feeling, you know, it's a feeling of like, there's something to be explored here. Um, and I think oftentimes that can be misconstrued as fear Mm. when it's like, there's a feeling to be explored here, but I know it's going to be difficult and challenging. And therefore like I'm, I'm feeling averse to, to, you know, pursuing this path. But, um, I think though all of these feelings, whether it's fear or excitement, um, they're very interrelated and, I think being able to like use your intuition and decide what path and what challenges are aligned with, again, like what you really want to be doing with your life. That's when, um, you know, having that intuition, I think makes all the difference. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, aside from the morning routines that you mentioned already, do you have any other daily habits, rituals, nighttime routines that help you get, to cloud nine? So, I mean, at night, it's really setting myself up for a successful day on a successful morning the following day. Yeah. Um, so like thinking of a topic that I want to write about the following morning or, you know, come up with ideas within. Um, but to be honest, I don't have like, aside from my morning routine, I don't have anything else that I really consistently do every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I'm trying to do more of, which I used to do every day, but have kind of, you know, fallen out of the habit of doing yeah. is just like, you know, physical fitness, some yeah. sort of like physical fitness where, yeah, you know, I break a sweat at least once a day. Yeah. Um, and that's something that's kind of been cast aside, um, as you know, things have gotten busier with the business, but on days when I do get to the gym or do, you know, at least break a sweat, yeah. I do notice, you know, those cloud nine moments being more profound and, and like accessible. Okay. Um, so I think that's something like if I could, you know, set an intention to yeah. build more, uh, more of a consistent routine around catalyzing cloud nine moments, I think that would be it. Nice. Good one. Yeah. So, the last question is for somebody who has not yet felt like he or she has reached cloud nine, has ever had a cloud nine moment. What's one piece of advice you would give this person to sort of spark plug them onto their journey? Yeah, I love that question. And I, I feel like I could talk for an hour about this because there are a lot of things that you can do, but I think the common thread or, or, you know, I think the simplest way to put it is to, you know, disconnect from your day-to-day routine. Mm. Um, ideally, you know, get outside, spend time in nature. That's not always accessible for everyone. Um, but again, it can be a walk through central park. Um, and, but I think disconnecting from your, 
normal routine is really important to, you know, open up your eyes to the world of endless possibility, right? Like when you're grinding away at like the same task or a similar task every day, mm-hmm. it can be very easy to, to become sort of like lightly content with that mm-hmm. in the sense that it's like, you know, it's not great, but it's not terrible. And like, things are fine. Yeah. Um, but I think fine in a way is that is like the biggest enemy of, of cloud nine, like, mm-hmm. you know, adversity and like real trauma. Yeah. I think can be an incredible catalyst for growth. Yeah. Um, but I think when, when things are fine and like, okay, yeah, it's, it's, really, yeah. Yeah, it's really easy to just stay in that yeah. frame of mind and not, you know, reach the cloud nine moments. Right. Um, it's, it's so funny you say that. Um, sorry to interrupt, but it's just no, like, I was thinking about just like reviews, right? It's like, I would so much rather have a one star as opposed to a three star review, because if you get a three star yeah. review, it's like, well, like what you didn't even, you didn't even make somebody feel so terribly bad about what you did or so terribly good about what you just made them feel indifferent. Yeah. You know? It's, uh, yeah, it, it, it's so true in that it's about, it's about reaching for extraordinary, right? Yeah. That's, uh, that's what it is. Yeah. And I think a lot of people have a hard time figuring out what extraordinary means to them. Mm-hmm. You know, like what's my passion? What's my purpose? Can, like that, those are really daunting questions. Yeah. But again, I think getting out of your normal routine getting out of your comfort zone and kind of seeking out like micro adversities. So like chat, you know, little by little things that are more and more challenging that'll help you figure out what it is you really want to do. Yeah. That's, I think the most concise way I can put it. Awesome. Thank you for listening to the journey to cloud nine podcast. For more info on everything cloud nine, check out the journey to cloud nine website and Jordan's new book journey to cloud nine now available on Amazon. Links are in the show notes.